At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. What up, folks? Welcome in. It's another edition of The Edge here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. A good show on tap for you today. Coming up in 30, Brad Powers will be with us, college football analyst. Get his thoughts on his best win totals update and a little bit more as we unveil two more teams in our Edge Top 40. we got a lot to get to, a lot of news to get to, uh, but we begin with something that comes down four minutes ago, Matt. So everybody buckle up. I said this on Monday when mm-hmm. you were out when this came down. The Deshaun Watson thing is not over. A lot of people were, I don't want to call it celebrating, but a lot of people thought, all right, cool, now we can look at the Browns as a team. We know it's going to happen. We don't know it's going to happen. The NFL had three days to decide whether or not they wanted to appeal essentially to themselves. Well, according to Tom Pelissero from four minutes ago, the NFL is indeed appealing Deshaun Watson's six-game suspension. So what happens from here is that Roger Goodell or somebody he designates will then hear, hear the appeal, and essentially the NFL will now decide whether or not they want to extend this out. Now, I'm just going to say, I don't think they're appealing to go, yeah, you know what, six games is the right amount. So this is probably going to be extended. And if that's the case, Ian Rappaport was on with Pat McAfee on Monday, brought it up that if this is appealed and if it is extended, that there's a very good chance Deshaun Watson's camp would then take this to court, Mm -hmm. which means that this is nowhere near over at this point right now. Yeah, it's unfortunate for the NFL too because uh, you want this story to go away. People to stop talking about it. We're a day from the Hall of Fame game, a month from the kickoff of the season, and we're talking about the so-called sexual predator and – You've got uh, all sorts of groups out there protesting his light suspension. It's interesting, the uh, arbiter, the independent arbiter who was uh, agreed upon by the NFL and NFLPA is Sue Robinson, mm-hmm. and she handed out a light sentence to Deshaun Watson. 
And I think the NFL was stunned by that. I really think Roger Goodell and uh, the NFL front office execs thought it was going to be at least 8, 10, if not the entire season. Right. And uh, Which is what they were pushing for. If you read the report in its full entirety, and it was only 14 pages, not that hard to read. Um, if you read it, they did push for the entire season, the National yeah, Football League. Yeah, you have to. Not, not just for PR purposes. I think it's the right thing to push for. And if you're going to suspend Calvin Ridley for a full season for betting $1,500 on some parlays, how do you let Deshaun Watson off the hook? Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like he's getting off easy, JVT, and uh, I'm not sure that that's what the NFL wants. Uh, from the NFL itself, uh, this is the statement that they just released uh, minutes ago. On Monday, Judge Sue Robinson, the independent disciplinary officer jointly appointed by the NFL and NFL Players Association, issued her ruling in the personal conduct policy matter regarding Deshaun Watson. Under the 2020 NFL-NFLPA collective bargaining agreement, the factual findings of the disciplinary officer are binding and may not be appealed. Judge Robinson found that Mr. Watson violated the NFL's personal conduct policy on multiple occasions and suspended him for six games. The CBA affords the NFL or NFLPA the right to appeal the discipline imposed by the disciplinary officer. Such an appeal must be filed within three days. The NFL notified the NFLPA that it will appeal Judge Robinson's disciplinary decision and filed this brief this afternoon. Commissioner Roger Goodell will determine who will hear the appeal. So, again, <laughs> he can a, do it himself or he can appe- he can find somebody to do it's it. It's such for. a rigged uh, system. But the, the thing is, too, how about if Sue Robinson, if you're going to have an arbiter uh, listen to these cases – have the same one listen to all the cases because the NFL's penalties for these players are all over the board. Mm. The Calvin Ridley suspension, well, we could go on down the line. We don't have to go through the history. It's obvious that um, the penalties have been very inconsistent. I think that's what irritates a lot of people. How does Ridley get a full season and Watson gets six games? Yeah. If you had, <clears throat> excuse me, if you had the, the same judge essentially hear both cases, do you think she would hand out six games to Watson and 16 to Ridley? Right. No, but you have different judges handing out the penalties here, essentially, is what we're talking about. If you're betting the Browns, I really don't know why she, what, what you should do at this point because uh, I still think this is working in favor of a lighter suspension for Deshaun Watson. And his, his side has to uh, take legal action if the NFL says, you know what, we're going to reject the six-game suspension and he's done for the year. you got to put lawyers on the case at that point, like you mentioned – and I don't think anybody has any idea right now how many games Watson is going to miss. Mm-hmm. There's a, like you said, there's a chance. There's actually a chance he could be on the field week one. Right. So that's the thing is, if if you assume, because again, going back to what Rappaport said on Pat McAfee's show the other day, so if the courts get involved and they take this to court, that would then stay the suspension. Which would then automatically, which would open the door for him to be available week yeah. one for the Cleveland Browns. And for those who don't remember, uh, that's what happened with Ezekiel Elliott a few years ago, right? Fought the suspension, went down to the wire, and then in November it was ruled against him. So he had to serve a suspension that year from November onward. I can't remember how many games it was, but that suspension kicked in in November. I thought he was out at least six. Something he? like that, yeah. right? But but it, the point <clears throat> is, is that it kicked in late in the year. So overall. Who knows? Like, this could kick in later if it's eight games, whatever it is. But that's the whole point of what we were kind of discussing over the last couple of days is there was kind of this rush to say, okay, we know what the Browns are going to be. Let's start to dive into this from a betting perspective. Well, you can't do that because there's still a lot left to be decided, and this is it here too. So we'll see if this is going to be – and who knows? Maybe if they come out and they say eight games, Watson's folks are like, "Mm, okay, fine, and they don't fight it. Who knows what's going to happen? But Rappaport gave the – it seemed like indication that even if it was one more game than what was agreed upon by the uh, the judge, uh-huh. that they were going to fight it. 
Well, and they should. So uh, what's it mean from a betting perspective? We don't even know. Nothing, it's, right, hard, yeah. it's hard to uh, make a determination on that. I, I still think that it's, in general, probably going to be a, a positive for the Browns. If you want to bet Browns futures, I, I think uh, what's happened here in this case in the past week is probably uh, works in the Browns' favor. Can't say that definitively, but that's kind of the feeling I get because this, I certainly did not, like uh, the NFL execs, I certainly did not think it was going to be a six-game suspension. Mm-hmm. I'm stunned by that. When you look at all the evidence of the case and the history of uh, penalties uh, for players for violating the uh, personal conduct policy, I thought he would get at least eight. Eight games, you can say, okay, that's fine. Let's just make this go away. Let's get it over with. Mm-hmm. It's just a big problem for the NFL at this point, and uh, I think Watson has got an argument. Uh, it's it's not really fair to for the NFL to appeal this and then for the NFL to come back and make its own judgment. Like you said, it's a rigged system. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to lobby on behalf of Sean Watson because I think this whole case is sickening. By the way, did you hear uh, what Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner, said? Oh, uh, boy. Huh? No, I did not. He came out, uh, I think, yesterday or – Research yesterday, the day before, and said six game suspension for Watson is an embarrassment to the league. Hmm. And that's the same guy who's uh, busted for being at a massage parlor on the morning of the AFC championship game three years ago. Correct. What sort of what sort of penalty did Robert Kraft get for that? I don't even remember if he got one. I don't think he did. <laughs> so <laughs> So this is, it, uh, this is the breaking news. For those who are just joining the program, what we're discussing here, the NFL is appealing to Deshaun Watson six-game suspension. This will go to either Roger Goodell or his designee. Now, the wording of the release, it does sound like Goodell will appoint somebody, if that's going to be the case. So we'll well, see that's yeah, he's going to appoint somebody and say, hey, this is what we want you to do. Right, exactly. So it's, it, it is a system. It's a system that has been agreed upon, but still it's there. And um, we'll see what comes of this. But again, appealed by the NFL. So this six-game suspension more than likely, I'd say 99.9% is going to get extended. And what happens from there, we will see what the show I would still say, don't bet the Browns to win the AFC North. Don't bet the Browns to win anything significant. I still think this team's probably going to miss the playoffs. Uh, Most of those bets are off the board right now. Mm -hmm. The conference Super Bowl futures are always, always going to be up on the board. But the uh, props to make the playoffs and things like that, taking down the win total, taking down... um, I think it's positive in terms of uh, the win total. What's happened here, that the Browns probably have a better shot to get over seven and a half, which was the number up there. Mm-hmm. You're still talking to a team that's going to be about a team that's going to be a fringe uh, playoff team, and I wouldn't have any great expectations. We were talking with Mike Pritchard before he walked out of the studio uh, hosting the previous show. Watson has not played in a game in almost two years, and right. he's got all these distractions with have to, which they have to mess with you mentally. I kind of want all this to be turn into chaos, JVT, from a betting perspective. I'd like to see it turn into chaos where Watson's camp files a lawsuit. He's allowed to play in week one. And then a bunch of people bet the Browns, move the line the other way. Right. And I'll be on the home dog, the Carolina Panthers, if something like that happens. And so, and this is what makes it more intriguing as well from the other perspective, which is, so there's, we get the news that, um, Jimmy Garoppolo was cleared to play without or practice without restrictions the other day, right? I think it was uh, John Lynch who came out and said it. Now, all of a sudden, if you're Cleveland and you look, you're staring at the very least the double digit suspension for Deshaun Watson in the face right now, I would think. Does that 
put the fire underneath them to go and maybe get a deal gun for Jimmy Garoppolo nah. if that's nah. going to be the case. Jimmy or do you G, roll with Jimmy G's not the answer? I would agree with you, but do the Browns feel some sort of pressure to do that? Or do you roll so. with Jacoby Brissett and the Jacoby Rosen Brissett. one as your quarterback depth chart? You roll with Brissett because he's a he's a veteran quarterback who's been working in the system, and uh, I think he gives you the best chance to win. Yeah, is Jimmy G going to walk in the door and and instantly make the Browns better? I would say no. I think you got a better chance to win with Brissett. Well, and then on top of that, what do you have to give up to get Jimmy G? Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Man, all those poor Browns fans who were so excited to see Deshaun Watson the other day. Cheering for There were a lot of people upset about that. Yes. For those who don't know, the Browns fans were clamoring for Deshaun Watson's autograph after uh, practice at camp. And uh, I saw a lot of uh, reaction on Twitter very negative to that. Mm. So, again, news of the day. The uh, NFL has appealed the Deshaun Watson ruling, and they will decide, uh, Roger Goodell will, who oversees that and what the suspension is going to be, essentially. So far from over, the Deshaun yeah. Watson saga. And that's too bad because I'm tired of talking about it, frankly. Let's talk about the college football top 40. Okay, let's do that when we come back. Okay. You know, I was at a college football camp earlier today. UNLV, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was out of practice. Got to watch that crew uh, get ready for a week zero contest that they've got against Idaho State. So when we come back, let's talk some college football. And remember, 15 minutes from now, Brad Powers, college football handicapper, is going to join us, talk a little bit about what his best win total bets and the power fives are. He's got a lot more. We'll talk some conference bets as well in terms of winning the whole thing. I mean, the conference is not the uh, college football title. That's coming up next here on The Edge. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. College football guide is out now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 teams, including trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations are best bets for season win totals, Heisman hopefuls, playoff predictions, and a lot more. The only way to get access to this year's guide is to become a VSEN all-access subscriber. Sign up early for a discounted $175, and you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides, along with full VSEN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month to see everything VSEN has to up your betting game, go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the sports betting network. vcin.com slash subscribe. I know. I think you'll like this, too, because um, I had a busy morning. was out at uh, the camp for the local university, UNLV football. Mm-hmm. Uh, also got to watch the UNLV basketball practice a little today, too. So yeah, Basketball's around the corner, Matt. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It's no, right it here. I knew you would like that. I knew you would like that. All right, quick update on your favorite story as well. Um, just... As we discuss, again, for those who are just joining us, Deshaun Watson decision has been appealed by the NFL. Uh, According to Adam Schefter, the NFL is looking for an indefinite suspension um, when it comes to the Deshaun Watson situation. And when you're appealing to yourself, seek and you shall Uh, find. uh, This this whole thing is just pathetic. Why why even go to the arbiter? What do you mean? Oh, like that? Why even go to the independent arbiter if you're just going to say, well, we reject that. We're going to suspend him for the season. I'm sure if it was like 10 games, they probably wouldn't have uh, appealed. (laughs) You don't know that. That's what huh? I'm saying. I'm sure. Like, I don't know it. Of course I don't know it. I'm not going to act like it's a fact, but right. I'm sure if the suspension was more heavy-handed, that they would probably, there is a higher probability that we're not talking about this today. There's a higher probability, but you don't know that they wouldn't just do the same thing and say, all we, as the NFL, all we will uh, settle for is an indefinite, indefinite suspension. Yeah. Nothing less. That's right. I don't know. That appears to be what the NFL is going to push for no matter what. Yes. So that is according to one Adam Schefter. With that, let's talk about some fun stuff. The Edge College Football Preseason Top 40 poll. We're moving and grooving. We're going to enter the top 20 here pretty soon. And we got a lot to discuss. So let's bring up the latest team that will grace our poll. We're at number 21. And that would be the Arkansas Razorbacks checking in as our 21st ranked team in our college poll. Now, last year, Matt, a uh, solid season for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, it felt like uh, a team that maybe probably should have had a little bit more going for them. But one of the highlights, 40-21 to 21 destruction of Texas. You think that this game's got some good things coming forward in conference play. Kind of sputtered a little bit, but still 9-4 straight up, 8-4-1 against the spread. And you get seven coming back on this offense that includes K.J. Jefferson and a, would you call it a smash mouth type unit with their ability to run the ball and the physicality that the Razorbacks have. And I would say that when you look at this year, when total is 7.5, shitty to the under minus 150, could be another successful year for Arkansas. Well, it should be. I think Sam Pittman's done a great job because he's a former offensive line coach. 
and uh, he's he's made this a physical running attack, and KJ Jefferson's a perfect quarterback for that uh, because uh, that guy's a great athlete at that position. Uh, you know, seven offensive starters back. I think Arkansas is going to be just fine on that side of the ball. I wonder a little bit about the defense. Mm. Uh, there were there were times last year when the Arkansas defense didn't look very good. Look at the Ole Miss tape. Look at the Georgia tape. Uh, there were times where oh. that Razorbacks defense looked pretty bad, and, the, and you're missing a lot of key players off that. So I think that's the biggest concern. The Ole Miss game was a wild and fun game, but yeah, that was pretty bad. That was 52 to 51. Yeah, was there a two point conversion that was attempted at the end or something like that? Yeah. Run, yeah so I like Stan Pittman. He's done a really good job. And uh, he seems to be the perfect coach for Arkansas. He's got the perfect temperament for that job. Uh, but the Georgia game last year, too, was a little bit uh, disappointing. I think uh, the Razorbacks went in there as two touchdown underdogs, and it was 37 nothing. And I watched the game, and it could have been 57 nothing. That That's how bad it was. Destruction. Yeah. And, and their offensive line, and that, that spoke to how good Georgia's front was, obviously, but their offensive line, which was a strength, was demolished. False starts, getting beaten back. Like it was. I think their average start in terms of the, their drives in the first half was like their own three-yard line. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't really have a chance. Yep. That was a beatdown. Uh, early in the season, I did find a great spot, though, a great value spot to play Arkansas as a home dog against Texas. Yep. And that was a convincing win. I think that's, you know, when it started to open a lot of people's eyes to say, hey, Pittman and the Razorbacks are going to be pretty good this year. Uh, But you you try to get ahead of that stuff. And uh, fortunately, I was able to uh, get ahead of that with the Razorbacks in that Texas game. They beat Texas A&M, I think, two weeks after that. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. If I remember that correctly. That is correct. Yeah, Mm -hmm. beat Texas A&M two weeks after that. So took out the Longhorns and the Aggies. In uh, the same month, and uh, Sam Pittman's got this thing rolling. Now, this is a really intriguing game right off the bat. September 3rd, Cincinnati at Arkansas. And uh, the Bearcats breaking in a new quarterback mm-hmm. on the road against an SEC team. And uh, you, you would have to think the situation favors uh, Arkansas in that one. Let's talk about the key games. How about the Texas A&M game? September 24th going to be a revenge spot for the Aggies. That game is in Arlington, Texas, Mm. as always. Uh, What do you think the second most important game is on that schedule? Would I say playing host to Alabama? Well, I I guess you could look at it that way, but when you're a 14-point home dog, (laughs) uh, the odds are kind of stacked against you. Let's go to November 19th. I'm going to go to the Ole Miss game. Get revenge for that one-point loss, that wild wild loss to uh, uh, the Rebels last season. that's the, those back-to-back games against LSU and Ole Miss are going to be really big games on uh, this Arkansas schedule to help determine that win total of seven and a half. Yep, and I got to say, I mean, because we as we look at all of these, while the understated uh, seven and a half is favored, you can look at the schedule and see quite a few opportunities. I think for Arkansas uh, to find their way to those eight wins this year, when you talk about the opponents that they would face, it's a, it's kind of a tough schedule too, though. You've got. Uh, Texas A&M on a neutral. Alabama, mm-hmm. you, you're going to probably write L next to that. Say, I think you can At Mississippi State, that's a really tough three-game stretch. And guess what? Then you step out of conference and have to go to Provo to play BYU in a true road game. Mm-hmm. 
have a bye, and then at Auburn. That's a brutal five-game stretch right there yeah. for the Rebels. Uh, the first three games, you would think that now, depending on what happens to Cincinnati, only five guys back on defense, too, so they're rebuilding on that end. Uh, that is going to be a situation that is favorable for them. South Carolina, we've talked about before, should be better. No way you would circle that, but they're going to be favored in that matchup, and then playing host to Missouri State. There's room for a solid start, but you mentioned that stretch, and then coming up to end the year, well, you get to, you get Liberty, LSU, Ole Miss at home before wrapping up on the road against Missouri. So Yeah, I think to have five-game stretch I talked about, and then, you know, the Liberty game without Malik Willis, that should be a win for Ole Miss, but, uh, or excuse me, for Arkansas. Those next two games against LSU and Ole Miss are huge games back-to-back in November. I can see why the under is actually favored here. Yes. At the sportsbook, under 7.5 is minus 145. Yeah, I understand why it'd be favored. I don't. I wouldn't be shocked if they went eight and four though this year. I think you. Yeah, pull, well, I wouldn't be shocked either. You but. pull one of those upsets, and it'd be like an upset on the road against Auburn, BYU. Could happen for you. I would. I would see. I would also have to. I would have to lean seven and five here, which is uh, right. under minus one forty-five. Uh, but yeah, eight and four is not going to shock me. But again, uh, I think this Arkansas program under Sam Pittman, which. Don't forget how bad this program was about uh, three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. All right, let's Just move on. Huh. Major, major improvement. Unveil our next team here before we get to Brad Powers, who's going to join us in a couple of minutes. So we get to number 20. We're inside the top 20, the edge top 40 preseason poll. Number 20, Michigan State checks in as the 20th ranked team here, coming off of an 11-2 and year, uh, ranked ninth overall when all was said and done. Got a Peach Bowl win as well. Uh, but I think there's a... There's, there's a strong case to be made that what went right for Michigan State, or what could have went right for Michigan State last mm-hmm. year, did. And now you come back this year, key pieces like Kenneth Walker are gone. Uh, you have Peyton Thorne, your sophomore quarterback. But outside of that, you look at that number five in terms of their offense, Matt, which is a big reason why they won as many games as they did. I think you have real questions about the ability to replicate last season's success. Oh. Yeah, uh, I think you, you have to have a lot of questions about that. Spartans were 11-2. and two. And uh, I don't think they were that good. Obviously, they got embarrassed by Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the middle of that, they lost as uh, they lost as a short favorite at Purdue, and then uh, uh, got blown out by the Buckeyes. So, eleven and two, great season for Michigan State. Not going to take anything away from it. It was, it was a great betting season too. If you're backing uh, the Spartans, they went ten and three against the spread, and they got nine defensive starters back. Peyton Thorne's a pretty good quarterback. He can run the ball a little bit too. So. Um, yeah, they're going to crash back to reality. I think reality for Michigan State would be eight and four after what happened last season. Okay. And you know, actually, I think eight and four would be a great season for this team. Like you said, I, I kind of felt like the Spartans were uh, walking around lucky a little bit last year, and probably not as good as that record indicates. Did you know Mel Tucker? And he's done a, a really good job in East Lansing. But when Kenneth uh, Walker uh, was going to transfer from Wake Forest to Michigan State. Mel Tucker didn't even know who he was. Yeah. One of his assistant coaches did that recruiting job. So yeah. a lot of times you give the head coach credit for things and when he doesn't deserve the credit. Right. Well, sometimes they get blame when they don't deserve the blame. Uh, but I think Mel Tucker got a little bit lucky uh, last year in East Lansing. Yep, and the schedule, and we can get more into this bad powers, uh, but if you're talking about conference play, uh, the road games against Michigan and Penn State, you circle us in pretty tough contests. You have to play host to Ohio State and Wisconsin on back-to-back weeks. How about that three-week stretch? Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Michigan. I think there's a bye between the Wisconsin and the Michigan games. Yes. Still, three-game stretch for Michigan State. It's pretty tough there. <laughs> pretty tough. And you end up uh, on the road against Illinois, which is, uh, I wouldn't say, a circle win for them, given how they play football. So, All right, we'll come back. Brad Power's going to join us to get his thoughts on the teams that we unveiled today and what his best bet in terms of win totals and Power 5 conferences are on the other side. 
This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free to play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run of Victory Heineken beer. Made better, 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. DraftKings.com for details. Brad Powers is back from his nationwide college football stadium tour, JVT. Oh, nice, Brad. Well, thank you for the time. Uh, I hope the trip was very, very much worth your while. Uh, We wanted to start with this. So we have our Edge preseason top 40 poll. We've been going through it in this offseason. We unveiled numbers 21 and 20 today. Arkansas is our 21st ranked team in our preseason poll. Michigan State is number 20. Do you find those two spots for those two programs um, accurate in our poll? Yeah, I do. I don't have any disagreements there. I have Arkansas 23, Michigan State 19. Uh, Probably I'm, you know, because I bet Michigan State season win total over, I'm probably a little bit high, and I bet Michigan State in a few game of the years uh, at Westgate and whatnot. I'm a little higher on Michigan State than the market, but, you know, not significantly. So so I don't have a problem with those two ratings. Brad, aside from the uh, the parking ticket you got in Ann Arbor, what were the highlights of your uh, stadium tour? I, I, I'll tell you what the low light was for me. When you posted the photo of the stadium in Lawrence, Kansas, it looked so depressing. <laughs> that looked like the most depressing stadium you visited. Uh, what were the highlights? And uh, tell us a little bit about your trip. Yeah, well, first off, I mean, I hate to start with a low light, but you're right. I mean, even compared to the Group of Five stadiums that I visited, I, I would if there was one dump, it was Lawrence, Kansas. I mean, I was actually impressed with a lot of Group of Five stadiums. But if you want to know why Kansas has arguably been the worst Power Five program in the country the last decade plus, look no further than just walking around that stadium. I mean, it was pretty feeble, to say the least. Highlights for me, you know, yeah, anytime I could get on the field, I mean, I don't care if it was, you know, Missouri or Ball State or whatnot. I mean, I, it, it, I really appreciate getting on the field. Cincinnati was kind of cool. I mean, there was a lot of people on the field and whatnot there, uh, even though it's you know pretty much in the heart of the you know city there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it, there was a lot of highlights to, to say the least that I really can't pinpoint one. Uh, you've been up to Boise, right, for the Blue Turf? I am not yet. Oh, that is a trip okay. that I am scheduled for next year. All right, I was up there last summer and I actually found a gate open and snuck in, and I was in the stadium walking around. And I was in there for about 20 minutes before security came in and chased me out. But, uh, Better stadium than the parking lot that Brad took a video of in Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, I'm telling sure. you, that Lawrence, Kansas video was depressing. I looked at it and I was like, man, <laughs> why'd so you much, stop there, Brad? What the so hell? cement? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just off uh, the highway. So I didn't go far off the beaten path. It's not like I drove, I drove an hour out of my way there. Well, you've seen a lot of these stadiums before, I'm sure. And I've seen a bunch of them, too. What was your uh, favorite one? Oh, wow. Favorite one. That's a good question. I would say most surprising to me was, I would say, just the ability to drive underneath Southern Miss, believe it or not. You drive underneath the grandstand. I mean, I I just didn't know that was something at any stadium. I I mean, uh, that there was a road underneath it. So I would say that was the most surprising. Not necessarily my favorite stadium. I mean, the unfortunate thing is, Guys, I wasn't able to get into a lot of the big ones, and rightfully so. I mean, I couldn't walk on the field at Texas or Texas A&M or Alabama or LSU. I would say one of the highlights, because I'm an animal guy, you know, I was 
six inches away from Mike the Tiger. That was kind of cool. <laughs> um, okay. Brad Powers. Follow him at on Twitter at Brad Powers 7 I did want to throw uh, one question at you, one more about Kansas. Tim Brando was on the show with us a week ago, and uh, he was talking about Lance Leopold, and he loves Kansas' win total over one and a half. I'm not sure that one and a half is still out there. But uh, what, what were your thoughts on the Jayhawks and their season win total, which is a very low number? Uh, yeah, that win total is not out there yeah. uh, anymore because guys like myself bet that win total over one and a half. That yeah. one was off at least, you know, and I was, and here's the thing, and I tweeted this out when I made the bet, you know, not very often that I'm, you know, betting over on a Kansas win total to begin with, but I also laid minus 150. <laughs> I wasn't afraid to do that, mm-hmm. so... Uh, I thought Leopold did a great job last year. Obviously, you, you can make an argument that he was, you know, put in one of the worst positions, not just because of where Kansas has been the last decade, but, I mean, he was hired basically after spring ball. His first practice with the team wasn't until August, the fact that he was able to do what he did. And they were not only the upset over Texas at the end of the season, but they were very competitive yep. in losses against West Virginia and TCU. So I think this year's team, at least from a power ratings aspect, is as high as I've had Kansas in the last decade in the preseason. Now, that's not saying much, but they have cracked my top 100, believe it or not. Okay. Brad Powers with us. All right, let's talk about some uh, win totals uh, with current numbers that are hanging around out there. And let's start with a, a positive one and a good team. We'll, we'll wrap both Pac-12 teams in here. Utah, USC, uh, widely, of course, around the market, the top two teams in that respective conference. Uh, where were your positions here on the win totals for both Utah and USC? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm one of my favorite season win total bets that I made. Uh, so, even if you got to lay heavy juice, don't let that scare you. Uh, I mean, it's Utah over 8.5, and, and you could still find as low as minus 140. I'm here to tell you you can lay minus 160. Don't, you know, don't overreact to that. It's not like you're betting 160 on an individual game bet. And the thought process is why I like Utah so much is, you know, I, number one, I just think they're undervalued, period, on a consistent basis. I think, you know, obviously they're not up there in the top 15 as far as recruiting rankings year in and year out, but they have a top 15 coach. They have a top 15 culture there. They're very different than the rest of the Pac-12. In my opinion, the rest of the Pac-12 plays patty cake, and uh, Utah at the line scrimmage plays pancake. And they're just a consistent team that's not very high variance. And I just think with the returning quarterback back, with Winningham back, both OC and DC are back, I think they're the best team, not USC in the Pac-12. Yep, that's uh, I agree with that too. That's exactly what I wrote up for the VSIN College Football Betting Guide. And Utah over eight and a half. Uh, I th- I think Utah's going to be favored in about I'm going to say eleven games. Does that sound right to you, Brad? There's a possibility Utah be favored in every game. Yeah, I think the only question mark would be at Oregon on November mm-hmm. 19th, right? Uh, because you know, even though I got a Utah plus three ticket against USC, I think most markets now have Utah as the clear favorite in that game, and I, I, it's not like they're going to be a sizable underdog at Oregon. I mean, that's basically right around pick them. So yeah, when you're betting over eight and a half, you want to know well how many games is this team going to be favored in? Uh, you know, Utah in Utah's instance, it's at least eleven. So. I mean, that's just part of the process why I like the Utes over that win total. Yeah, I'm with you there, and uh, I'm a little bit concerned about this opener, but I, w- I want to get your thoughts on Florida Gators, too. You, know, you, you can bet under 7.5 at uh, one sportsbook out there, under 7.5 minus 140. Utah right now a two-point favorite against the Gators in the Swamp on September 3rd. Uh, what's your take on that game right now and your take on the Gators? Yeah, I bet Utah in that game, obviously with a plus sign, 
beside that to get better a couple different times, plus two, plus one. Uh, I, I think Utah wins that game. Now, if that line got to three, I'm not sure I'm running the window to lay three in that game, but still at two and a half, I'm going to lean with the youth there. Big swing game for my season, uh, you know, as far mm-hmm. as my season win total bets because obviously I bet Utah over eight and a half. I also bet Florida under seven and a half win total. And thought process there, I mean, I just listened to Billy Napier, the, the new head coach at Florida during the spring. And, I mean, he's a guy that, uh, you know, pretty much give it to you straight. He's the guy that said scared money don't make money. And uh, he seems a little scared as far as his depth. I don't think he's that impressed with the, some of the depth that he's inherited. Keep in mind, one of the major reasons why Dan Mullen was fired uh, is his, recruit, his recruiting was questionable, at least compared to the other powers in the SEC. And I thought it reflected itself in the spring, the spring game. So, I mean, Florida schedule a lot of swing games. The first two games are big swing games. Utah and Kentucky, even though they're both at home, I think Florida goes 1-1 at best in those two games. Right. If they go 2-0, and then, then my under 7.5 wins is probably going to be shot even at that point. But at Tennessee, they'll be a dog. Georgia, Texas a and underdog rolls. Even at Florida State, in the finale, I think Florida's an underdog again. Brad Powers at Brad Power 7. All right, last 90 seconds with you here, Brad. Then walk us through the thinking with uh, the win totals of 3.5 for both Colorado and Georgia Tech, if you could. Well, yeah, the schedule for Colorado, I think they're an underdog every single game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and even if they pull three upsets, I'm still cashing that season win total. I thought Carl Durrell's job in 2020 was the mirage that season where they made a bowl game. I think uh, when you look at the talent and the schedule, I mean, non-conference, Air Force, Minnesota, and TCU, I don't see a win there, and I don't see many in the Pac-12. So under 3.5 for the Buffs and under 3.5 for Georgia Tech, that's one of my favorite ones because I think Jeff Collins is a lame duck coach. I mean, he's dead man walking as far as I'm concerned. And if they, if they suffer a game, you know, they're only going to be favored in two games. Uh, eight of them are double-digit underdog roles, and I just don't see a lot of upside for that program. Brad, we always appreciate it. Thanks a lot, man. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Take you, care. You got it. Anytime. Brad Power 7, professional handicapper college. Check out his Twitter and look at his uh, college football stadium tour. Yeah, I was looking at some of the pictures. Uh, that's pretty cool. That's a cool tour. I also thought uh, for some reason that he had like, pre-planned the visit. So uh, that's the thing. Huh? You just go around and you ask if you can access the field? Or you just try to find an open gate like I did at Boise State <laughs> okay, last summer. You, know, just you walk walked on the, the Smurf time. turf, huh? <laughs> well, when I, I was in Boise and I was down the street at the Freddy's Steak Burgers. And I said, That's why fine. not drive a, you know, another block down the uh, street to the stadium and uh, go out and check out the blue turf? I've been there to cover several basketball games at what used to be known as Taco Bell Arena. Boy, one of the better arena names out there. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. Uh, speaking of fast food, you got some rankings that are up on the website, and we have to talk about baseball because Otani and the Angels are well over $2 favorites again. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Edge is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, Matt, but there have been times in life where I needed to make a change. I knew... I needed to make a change, but I wasn't ready yet. I was scared. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers scared. out there can relate. Don't be scared. Uh, you know what? I'm not. Because Zen understands that there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey, man. Walk in their shoes for a minute. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that step toward change, Zen will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor, at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. As is... Fast food? Fast food. It's a lifestyle, JVT. It is. It is a lifestyle. It's not an addiction. It's just the way I live. <laughs> we did the fast food <laughs> top 100, excuse me, top 50 power ratings. Top 100? I was going to say. I'm sure yeah. you got them. Well, I can find 100, but uh, it would take too much work. So I'm not going to stick with included the top, top 100, 50. Right? Yeah, it would be okay. in the top, right. top 100. Uh, I was, I was uh, thinking about something else here, but... Uh, the top 50, we're just going to run down the top 10 on this show because we don't have uh, two or three hours to talk about this. Uh, ben, ben Fox, the uh, VSEN vice president mm. of uh, digital. Well, I got promoted. Oh, okay, of digital. Yeah. Okay. He's outside the studio right now. He said this uh, story and all the videos are getting uh, incredible traffic on the web, which is uh, this topic does get people fired up. It does. I've been getting uh, countless tweets and text messages from people today about this top 50 fast food list. I do have a power rankings formula uh, for how I do the ratings for each uh, franchise. Read the story up at vcin.com. If it's free, check it out and uh, give us your feedback, what you agree with, what you disagree with. Number 10, Raising Cane's. Good choice. Number nine, Whataburger. Number eight, 
In-N-Out Burger. Number seven, Arby's. Number six, McDonald's. Okay, JVT, I've had an incredible range of reactions from people today. Some saying Arby's uh, is still underrated at number seven. Others say Arby's should not be in the top 20. Uh, McDonald's gets people fired up as well. Uh, anything on that list that you disagree with? Uh, I, I am firmly in the camp of Arby's is a top 10 spot. Uh, I like Arby's quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and you can get a lot of different stuff there. The variety is very good, right? I can get a wrap if That's I want, a, a sandwich, yeah. sliders. The menu I mean, variety is, is yep. incredible. So I agree with Arby's being top 10. Paul Howard said this morning, no, Ar- Arby's not top 10. No. <laughs> and then uh, Dustin, what is Paul know? Dustin, the follow the money producer, walks out and says, Arby's has got to be higher than seven. Yeah. You know? so <laughs> I won't quibble with the spot. I agree with it being a top 10 uh, program. Uh, can I just say that I think the more overrated uh, item on your top 10 I do not think in and out is a top 10 place. So No, that's what I said. Some yep. people love it. Some hate it. We had Joey Chestnut on the Follow the Money show last summer, uh, the week before the July 4th hot mm-hmm. dog eating contest. I said, what's your favorite fast food joint? He goes, oh, I love in and out Burger. Really? Yeah. Not a fan of the fries. <laughs> not a fan of the burgers. So, so. here's my uh, pro tip on the fries. Everywhere you go, ask for the fries to be well done. Mm-hmm. That way they're golden brown, crispy. They're much better. That way, in fact, I did that JVT at a fast food joint that I've stopped at twice today. Okay. Once after the morning show and once right before this show. Which place do you think that would be? McDonald's? Yes. Okay. I was yeah, going to say, yeah. I'm trying to think of the where you would probably go. I've already go, been to McDonald's yeah. twice today, which yeah. is kind of crazy. But uh, you, well, you, got, oh, well, you got French fries both times. That's kind of crazy. I would assume at 7 a.m. the choices, they got pretty good hash browns. Yeah, I had the hash browns this morning. Oh, okay. I'm just saying that I always want to go to McDonald's and so ask for the spuds, fries. Yeah. Fries to be well done. Got it, got it. Um, if you go to In N Out, you have to ask for that too, because those In N Out fries are actually not bad if they do them that way. If they're white and kind of soggy, right. terrible. McDonald's, you might as well just throw them out the window. They're not worth eating. This isn't a controversial. The, this, the success rate on McDonald's French fries is like in the 90s, high 90s. Usually pretty good. Yeah, I think so. But like I say, I always ask for them to be well done. I don't know if you don't ask for that. Sometimes the fries are going to come out soggy and uh, white and undercooked. Yeah. And so at that I, point, I would just throw them out the window and not even try to eat them. And I have to say, so you're going to unveil your top five here. Well, you already did earlier today. So talking about your top five, I've actually never had three of the items in your top five. So I can't really quibble. But I will say one of these, and I think you know where I'm going, one of these I've had recently multiple times for the first time. And I've come to appreciate them, and they are a top 10 joint. Freddy's? Yes. There was one right by my house. Uh, tried one for the first time like a couple of weeks ago, and then had it again. Oh, man. Great. Absolutely fantastic. You know, and I walk in studio today, and Paul Howard, who's a fast food junkie himself, admits before the show that he's never been to Freddy's Steakburgers. They, they have them all over town. Yeah. There's no excuse at this point. Pretty good. Uh, Freddy's is damn good. The fry sauce? Yeah. I'm in. So anyway, the top five, this is like the NCAA tournament selection show. Number five in the East region, Shake Shack. Number four, Culver's. Uh, if you haven't had Culver's. Never have. There's no way you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about until you experience it. But the you're talking about Arby's menu variety. Culver's tops that and the food's better. Uh, it's, just, it's amazing to me that Culver's is not in Nevada uh, the closest locations are St. George, Utah, and Bullhead City, Arizona. Always Arizona. Yeah, why not? Why not Las Vegas? <laughs> right. Seriously, do you not want to make money? You'll make a killing here if you put a franchise. I'd like to be a part owner. Chick Fil A, number three. 
Look at the way Chick-fil-A has killed it from a business perspective since it started to bring franchises into this state. Of course. There's a Chick-fil-A on almost every corner now. The city of sin. Yeah. Number two, Freddy's Steak Burgers. And number one, Portillo's, the Chicago street food franchise. That also is not in Las Vegas, by the way. You have to go to Phoenix or L.A. areas to get it. But uh, when I lived in Chicago, I'd eat there almost every day. Italian beef sandwiches, Chicago dogs. The menu is incredible. Stories up. Uh, at vcin.com if you want to check it out. And also, how about that logo that somebody in our graphics department did? I had to laugh at that this morning. That's pretty good, i got to say. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a logo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, well, <laughs> what, uh, what didn't make, what was right outside of the top 50? Sonic. What, I was going to say, did you have any like real, like, ah, oh, man, any real, any real tough decisions? Yeah, any real tough decisions <laughs> well, I actually to did use a power ratings formula to come out with my top 50. Oh, that's right. This is the science. I apologize. Kind of the same way I do the college basketball, college football ratings. Right. Uh, I decided, you know, the best way to do it for fast food would be somewhere and, and develop just different categories. But Sonic fell all the way out of the top 50. Okay. Uh, Starbucks no White longer. Castle made it, huh? Interesting. You know, Chris the Bear Felica from ESPN has White Castle in his top five. Oh, that stop. shows you what I've got to deal with here. Stop. When some people will doing? say White Castle should not even be in your top fifty, and then somebody else says White Castle's top five. I, well, and I had a bad experience <laughs> when, when they opened the White Castle out here. Uh, we uh, we made a journey like all the way out. It was like a late night of drinking. Go down to the strip, try it out for the oh, yeah. first time, oh, yeah. and maybe it was just the journey to get there. No, I was expecting more, no. and it was not good. It's not really good. No. But it makes it in the top 50, at least. Good the for The chicken that. with cheese sandwiches are okay. The fries are not bad. Um, what I got to tell you, when I was younger, we used, you know, you would stop there late at night, get a bunch of those sliders. and That was like 50 of them? Yeah, they, they were okay. Uh, it's kind of hard to eat those things now, but the chicken with cheese sandwiches are pretty good. Anyway, good. Uh, Starbucks fell out of the top 50. Do you ever go there? Yeah, yeah, I like their sandwiches. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about you because I've told you about a sandwich that's seasonal, and it came back for like a month, and it's already out. It's the maple honey bacon biscuit. It, it's right up your alley. Where is that? Starbucks. Really? Yeah, okay. I, it's right up your alley. You would love it. And I actually pulled up the drive-thru the other day, saw it, but they got the sticker on it. Done for the season. I was like, ah. Oh, man. That's missed funny. my opportunity. I was going to bring you one. Uh, how about Port of Subs? You ever go there? I enjoy it from time to time. Yeah, I think better. Subway has surpassed them, though. Oof. Uh, Subway's not very good, but it slipped into the top 50. Yeah. Port of Subs outside the top 50. Not surprised by the, Jack in the Box at 50. Jack in the Box is uh, disappointing at times. Jack in the Box is very disappointing every time you go there, but it's a late night desperation option. That's what I call it for a lot of the people who might be smoking or drinking late Can at I night. Tell you, I, Jack in the Box open 24 hours. They're making a killing off that crowd. I had a late night excursion the other night, <laughs> and the stop was Jack in the Box. That was demanded. Um, and we were at the drive-thru for 10 minutes before even ordering. Oh, no. And I was like, I'm out. I can't do this. Okay. This is, it's a, you get the, can you hold on please real quick? And then like nothing. And then nothing. <laughs> Stop. It was a nightmare. I don't, I don't go there. I know who we goes are. there, but it's not me. Anyway, let's, Losers. Start, no. <laughs> let's start baseball real quick. How about the uh, Mets yesterday? We talked about it on the show. Yeah. How the Mets minus 350. Would they score for Jacob deGrom? How deep would he go in the game? He pitched five innings, the Mets lost. They don't <laughs> score when he pitches. It's so crazy. Weird. And uh, the Nationals, who trade away their best two offensive players, score the biggest upset of the night and one of the biggest upsets of the season in baseball last night. What do you have tonight? 
Uh, I think when you're looking at this, it's going to be playing against Otani, and it's not any any reason because Otani's been poor. You talk about run support again in these big prices. Last time we saw Otani, well over minus 240 against the Texas Rangers. You they played the dog. Yep, and they lose that game 2 yeah. nothing. So again, here today, they're opposing Caprillion, and they're at home, minus 230, and the price continues to climb. Yeah. If you're getting over 2-1 to one with the Athletics, I will be an A's fan tonight. Just say it that way, because that a- that Angels lineup is bad. Let's man. put it this way. Otani's going to be thrilled if he gets three runs of support. And by the way, how bad was Garrett Cole today? Yep. We're going for seven consecutive double-digit strikeout games, Otani, too, tonight. All right, we're all done. My guys in the desert coming up next. We'll see you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.